Hello and welcome to the Secure the Bag podcast, where we talk to some of the most successful people from the fields of sport, music, entertainment and more, discuss how they reached the top of their field and ultimately how they secured the bag. On today's episode, we are joined by grime legend Footsie to discuss how he reached the top of the grime scene, all his experiences in making his brand new album and, and kind of what makes him tick. I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful and amazing Emily Hall. Emily, Footsie has promised you guest list for his, for his next show. Are you excited for that? Uh, he was such a lovely guy. And um, yeah, I don't mind the, the VIP tickets that are going to come my way, I'm sure. No, it's a great show. And, and as always, behind the uh, behind the glass, I'm drawn by Tom Freeman. W- was it just two tickets or is, am I allowed to? Can I? I, f- I think they said just you're Just two, I think, mate. <laughs> what about if I put Frankie Hobbs on my shoulders and we put a long coat on? <laughs> so you'd have to be the world's strongest man. Um <laughs> But no, I think it's a it's a great show, and um, definitely what I would say is um, check out Footsie's album because it is a really good piece of work. Let's go straight into the show. Here is Footsie. Footsie, thanks so much for coming on. It's been a pretty uh, crazy few weeks for you. You released your debut album. How has the reaction to the album been? How how are you feeling about everything? Yeah, it's it's um I don't know, it's, it's got the feeling of happiness and sadness mixed in one, but it's a good time overall. Like still got health from here and the album's out. My nearest and dearest are okay as well. So yeah, with that in in perspective is it's it's been good. But as for releasing an album in that this time it's been hard in terms of like promo and even just shooting videos and getting things done how you normally would. So that's been a big challenge. But it's but but it's going well. I actually can't can't um I'm actually that surprised at how well it's going. Yeah the the critical reaction or at least from like the blogs and stuff has been really positive. Um and I guess from from you the reaction must be um, must have kind of justified all the hard work, really. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's made me really interested in getting into the into a club and performing it to those who's been really enjoying the album because I've had loads of messages and and the reviews the reviews were amazing. So and I was worried about those as, as you would be, but yeah, I was I was worried about a couple and the few I was worried about they they were actually amazing. So I've begun to relax a bit about it <laughs> yeah yeah it was a it was a very tense time so is it like when before you release an album like take take us in the minds of 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 yourself like do you you say you get nervous there is it is it because you're waiting to see what the people think yeah. you know you, you know you want to make sure that you've, you you kind of got it right and it does sound as, as good as you think it is yeah it's 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 about offering that slice of yourself up to the chopping board you know and it's like you've worked so long in it someone could just turn around and just say shit everyone today everyone's allowed an opinion but when you believe you've put the work into something and you you believe it's good you still don't know you've still got to offer it up to find out and um yeah it, it was an anxious time because you feel there's a time of like when you're making it you're feeling like the guy because you're knocking tunes out and you're like, yes, this is sick. I'm going to kill everyone with it. <laughs> and then you get to the end bit of it and you're like, oh shit, I've got to put it out now. The fact that it's now 
in out of your hands and into theirs, and then you've got to wait for that look that response through that response period to see what comes back. Yeah, it's 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 a deep time. Uh, and like on production wise on the album, what I know you obviously you're a big big producer. So how how many of the tunes did you produce or what? I done I done I done six of the tracks on there. And and um the rest from the likes of that like, chasing status scream, suck night. So why why did you choose to release it during COVID? Because I know a lot of other people have pushed things back. Yeah, see that that's another thing. We I released my first single, Pepper Stew, that literally just before they said lockdown. Yeah. So it it was in the air, but <clears throat> it wasn't official. Like, right. And and I we'd already started shooting videos. Like when I shot the video with with, with Jamie for um Pepper Stew, it was getting into the we was in the like no spudding zone. It was beginning to come that like it was like <laughs> elbows and like we were kicking each other and stuff like <laughs> we was doing we was doing weird stuff. So it it was the start of that. Nothing was official. People was was dying. That was official. And there was talk of this like UK lockdown coming in, but everybody was still some people were skeptical, you know, like and then it happened literally like within a couple of days of shooting that video, it was lockdown. And then we had already pressed the button on go and then my manager and stuff was like but the momentum Pepper Stew was doing really well. And they were like, Look, if we pause now, we're gonna lose the momentum on this. And and the, this was the the, the hard part was there was no sight of an ending. Like, there was no... So it's like, if we wait, how long are we waiting for? And it was a good thing we did it because basically if we waited, I would have I been starting back now. Well, I guess people are listening to music more, right? I'm listening to so much more music because I'm at home working all the time. So have you seen an increase in, like, listens or anything, do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the streams are up insane. Yeah, they're up insane. But, you know, I just feel like for you to really enjoy music or like the track you like, you know, like you need to get in your car, listen to it there, go around to your friend's house, listen to it there, then hear it in the club on the weekend. And then that is yeah, your tune yeah, yeah. for like the rest of the year. Do you see what I'm saying? But then... Well, you know, this might be some people's lockdown tune. So yeah. they'll remember it more. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you know, and, and I, 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 I think it's a bit more epic that I released yeah. my album. <laughs> in a it's a bit more memorable, yeah, but, really. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit more, it's a bit more memorable. So it's got that sort of plus side to it. But I just feel where it's done so well in um, the lockdown stage. I think once you, once we're out and about fully, uh, I think there's still another level of enjoyment to be had with my album. Like when you can just use it at a house party or wherever you need that, which is wherever you are, whenever you want. What, um, I think we'll, are there any of the tunes on there that you think, right, I need to perform this live? Because for me, like something like Music Money, hearing that live would would really go off. So like, is there any tune you're like really excited to play live? Yeah. I, it's the, the whole album, to be honest. There's a few, there's a few. Finesse, Finesse has um, pushed itself out as a, as like a, a single from the album that's doing really well finesses and um and i'm and i'm happy about that as well because i wanted that to be a single and um chasing status made that as well and it was a hard one between that and no favors but no favor it was the title track and that beat was just so it's so sick that one sort of nicked it 
where finesse was a little bit harder. But then um, finesse, once the album was dropped, finesse has emerged as a single itself. So I'm I'm gonna do a visual to that, and um, yeah, put that out and just keep pushing this album, man. It's it's um it's only just warming up. Finessing this, finessing that. Hey, man, are talking shit. They ain't finessing jack. Yeah. Finessing grind, finessing rap. Get back to the road, get back to the track. Do you like do you do you when you have like the process of creating a project? Do you say before you launch it, are you like right? These are the singles I think are going to come out, or you have maybe one you're like the lead single, so like Pepper Stew, and then you go let's see what people think, or is it more planned out than that? Yeah, we we had a plan which was Pepper Stew, which was the free we did. That was the plan. That that was always my free like my three that I thought would, would help you sort of, would help a listener sort of understand the direction I'm going in. Mm-hmm. And maybe if, if you if you didn't know me, within those three tunes, you might be thinking, right, I'd like to hear the rest of this album because there's enough there to sort of pull you in. And I always thought that was a really good three-pronged attack. What's, what's the process like of working with Chase and Status? Like, do you say for the tunes on the album are you getting in the studio with them or are they sending you beats like yeah that? yeah yeah i don't know what's the regulations i'm talking about weed on here but um <laughs> no mate go for it me and soul are good mates will as well but me and soul um we connect on a green piece web so <laughs> yeah yeah like um we done no favors first and it was through like a load of just chilling I think that's when the best music comes. If you go to studio and just like try and do music straight away, like it tends to be a bit dead. If you sit around for like ninety percent of the time and do nothing, and then do music in the last ten, like last ten percent of the session, I think that's where the magic comes, and that's what we did. And yeah, it was it was really good. They're they're some really chilled guys, man, and they and they're legends. Like they've got big big um, stats under their belt. So there was pressure running the studio as well, but I like pressure. I perform better under pressure. <laughs> no, for so, sure. So I think there's something special in them tunes. They 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 stand out on my album for a reason. The sessions were that they were high level. It was good. Yeah, their their production's so versatile. They can kind of yeah. A lot everything. of people can't believe they made um, no favors. Finesse is a bit more bait. Saxon, it's got that Saxon chasing status um, vibe to it, but. Um, no favors. A lot of people didn't can't believe that that um it's them on the buttons on that one, and, and mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I think the thing which stood out for me was like this is uh this is a grime album. It's not trying to um appeal to any sort of new movements that are out there. Like, how important was it to you? To, yeah, to- I had to. I had to keep that. That was very important, bro. Very important, man. I I had to um what That's I wanted you, to. Yeah, what I wanted to do was show the the different dimensions of 140, um, which I think a lot of grime artists don't do enough. Where because 140 can go so many places, you 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 will have to ask, is that 140 still? You, it's sounding and feeling different, but yeah, it's 140. So I just wanted to demonstrate how much musicality is still in 140 without. And and stay true to my thing without like doing a track that sounds like that just to get those 
ears on it and a track that sounds like that, like an Afrobeat track or a, mm-hmm. that, yeah, like I went on none of that. Like that's not me. So I did like that. This is a footsie album. Like that's what it is. I rep. No, for sure. And what was it like? I mean, you got some good features on there. Um, obviously, a lot of the grime um, people like P Money, etc. How is it like working with like someone like Jamie compared to? Maybe some of the other artists as well. I know, and obviously, there's a big feature in there with with Cass is Dead as well, which is which is yeah. a huge track. It, it it's um, it varies, man. Jamie, he's he's one of them. Yep, I'll do it. I'm doing out, and he'll turn up, smash it out. It's done. <laughs> and then some man will say, yeah, yeah, take forever. And then send you a madness after like taking over long, and then you're like, yeah, it was, it was worth the wait, because some men just do take long. It's the process, <laughs> so it's like mm-hmm. you can't rush it. Well, it's like they say, say some people just get in the booth and like gigs will just go and just do like it'll just make it up on the spot. Yeah, yeah, gigs does it on the spot. Like working <laughs> gigs on outsiders and stuff like that. He sat, he sat next to me, just in and out of the booth doing. Doing saying what he said, mad thing. So what's, yeah, what's your yeah. process like? What what how do you, how do you write? Do you know what I've I've worked into? I prefer now. Back in the day, I used to want I used to want time a bit. Like, right, give me the beat. If you wanted to, if you wanted to do a tune, I'd want the beat early so I could go away, sit down, get in my zone, and do my thing. But now I w- actually want to be on the spot a bit more, just to just to see wake my myself up better. I've had more I've had better results <clears throat> just from that performance on the spot on the day that vibe tuning in and and um getting it. So yeah. I've, that's that's what I'm doing more of late. I just I won't listen to a beat until I'm ready to vocal it kind of thing. I don't want to over listen to it. I just want to listen to it on the time when I'm ready to vocal. And whatever I come up with, then that's what's going down. So do you kind of then, do you kind of get a beat and then think, oh shit, this is this is one I want to go on, and then just put it to yeah, one side, and then, then put it down. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. it. Park it down, and then when I when I'm in that vibe of like shit, I want to write some things. I get I get I go to the list of beats, find the one that pokes at me the most, and then that will get written to and vocaled at that time. Peppering stew, peppering stew. Man can't talk about peppering me. Try a thing, then I'll be peppering you. Peppering you, peppering you. This one comes like peppering stew. Man can't talk about peppering me. Try a thing, then I'll be peppering you. Mike, Mike, check, cool. Check, check, check. One, two. Pep, pep, peppering stew. Guess who's next? It ain't you. Trust, I'm killing this thing. That man's well off. So, I mean, you, you've been you've been in this scene from the start. Um, right back from early 2000s all the way to now. So you've seen the some of the dark days, you've seen the, the commercial successful days. Um, what do you make of Grime now in, in 2020? Where 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 is it now? And could it ever be, could we ever get another sort of 2016? Um, yeah, I, I think so easy because I think we're, that's Grime's power, that loose cannon, pop back up, slap you in the face, make you remember who we are. Because we're always here. Grimes never go. It never goes nowhere, really. That well for me. Even when people were saying things like Grimes, Grimes was dead, bro. I was traveling the world, mate. Doing in Australia. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm on tours on the other side of the world and that playing festivals, and New Year's Eves, 
things in Australia and New Zealand that stuff and Graham's meant to be dead, bro. So I, but, I don't what about know. the music now? Like who what 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 do you make of the music? Like are are people is there enough of it being made? Is who's making the, what? the Grime. Yeah, who's making Grime at the moment? Yeah, like, there, there's there's a load of people making Grime, bro. It's it's there. I I think you've still got the A list people like Wiley P Money. Yep, Wiley just dropped Mer- his new Mer- album, didn't he? Murky Ace, you see what I'm saying? Wiley just dropped G3, I'm on there as well. Yeah, like, the, the, the soldiers, the core is always there, I believe. It's it's that it's that song, that breakout song that pops out, gets that bit of attention, that light shed on the scene for, for a bit, and then it goes away. But the scene is always there. Like, it's always there. Like, I could show you a bunch of sets. I, I go online all the time, and I'm, I'm seeing sets and things happening that I I don't know about but it's happening like Mode so, FM or something so yeah so it's happening without me so there you go Grimes Grimes is, is there what do you make a drill like as a, as a genre have you been tempted to spit on it I know like some I, I love drill do you know what it's mad I was just thinking about this earlier I heard a couple of things and I I don't know how I feel about Grime Dons on drill it's quite. It's, normally, it's one forty, right? No, it's one forty. It definitely is. But for me, drill sounds only sounds right with that flow. Like if you're not using that drill flow, that drill thing, then I don't think it sounds right. Like, like this is this is my opinion. So when I hear grime guys doing drill, like I hear the grime MC first rather than the drill thing. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And but there are some there are some beats which do kind of cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely it's all one forty. I've 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 featured on a couple, but even after doing it myself, I still think they sound the best in their in their habitat with that flow on it. Because the minute you hear that flow back on it, it's like ah, oh, look, he's it. It just sounds a bit more homely. Where the where a grime flow has a place. You see what I'm saying? It's already got its place. You're used to hearing it there. Grime Drew is is Grime's unruly little brother, mate. <laughs> it seems to be the father for everything. Trust me, Drew. So Grime is definitely like the whole thing. Drew's made by kids. We were kids making Grime. It's the, it's the, <laughs> it's got all the same blueprints. Like I I, I love listening to Drew. It's cold, but I, I like listening to it in in its habitat. Not with grime flows. If I want to hear grime flows, I'll put on the coldest grime tunes and listen to them. <laughs> how, with that being said, how boring do you find it when people? Because like even now in in this year, I know people like um, H and stuff will be saying grime is dead. No one cares about grime. Like what? Did you do you find that boring? Is that no? Do you know what? I, I watched this thing and I, I still feel like people took it half out of context a little even though he, he, like, he could have said the tone the tone and stuff but I know what he's saying and he's half right that's his reality he, he might be he talking about his, his mates he knows what his mates know in it so but his mates ain't the whole of the country but I, I know what he means in terms of I've got young younger people around me like that and it's like maybe if I weren't that close to them, I wonder how much they would know about grime now as youngsters. Say like my my, my nephews and my nieces and stuff, because they're like drill encyclopedias. <laughs> like 
It's just me, bro. Yeah, I think it's like, missed me out slightly. I, I just, I think it's too. I, I never. Bro, listen. I sat down with them and and just I was just in the room whilst they were doing their YouTube thing, and it was like a lesson. It's like a school lesson, bro. <laughs> like the things they knew about every drill guy and their set, and yeah, it was it was um interesting. It was basically what you couldn't get to do to grind because they weren't social media because it weren't, we weren't showing your faces we was on a tape pack or something you know like you couldn't see us just... but the thing is like they a lot of the artists are like they a lot of them wear balaclavas like I wonder how that affects what they're <laughs> doing like can they still be they still get the big socials and um... yeah but they're massive bro they they are like pop stars mate like see my, my niece my nieces and nephews are onto them like pop stars mate Serious, they've they've got thousands of followers. These kids and that they're massive, massive. It, it seems like they um they are or at least from what I saw they having trouble very uh, similar to kind of what gigs was having a few years ago where they can't seem to no shows and they stuff, can't yeah. seem to get shows up. up yeah, yeah, because obviously what what is um what they're saying is stem is stemming from and all of that is is not good. So the gang stuff, but it's also just part of the fight, bro. Because because. Because man's doing music, the message is it's a hard thing. It's it's a very hard thing when you get into that for that topic for me about what guys are talking about and because essentially it's a way out. It's and a way out is good. You can't turn your back on the fact that it's 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 your art and that's your experience. Yeah, you got to see the good in it for me. These are some rapping youths and and they wrap their way into a chance of actually getting away from what they're rapping about. Yeah, and they're, all, they're probably almost too honest in a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> but then honesty is the best policy because right now, that's what's making them big. And through social media and stuff, they can't stop it. Like, that's how some of these kids are, are like, they're, they're, they're pop stars, bro. Like, they are popular to the kids. They are pop stars, definitely. Do, do you think that leads on to them having some kind of responsibility to these kids and you see, yeah. guidance and stuff like yes. that? Because that's where it gets complicated. Yes, yes. Um, now, now we're getting techie because... <laughs> because... Yeah, because I suppose there, there comes a... Yeah, go on. Yeah, no, go on, go on, go on. No, I was just going to say, like, with everything, it's generational, right? So there comes a time when the like the forefathers of, of Drill are going to essentially be you know, like M said, kind of responsible for the people coming up underneath. Now, them. listen, and, I just, and I'm sure you, you would have experienced that same thing. Like, massive. You, I'm yeah. having this moment right now. I just yeah. did, I just did that. I just done a track called Black Boxes with um, Strategy. And, and that's, a, that, that is my first politically charged tune ever. And that has led me to think about everything I'm ever going to say again on the mic, ever. I, I can't. I, I have because those things were my realities. But then life has changed. Things moved on, grown up, this, that, and the other. So you, I can't keep putting out those messages. I can't. It's, it's a fact. So, but when you're young and, and in that mix... You're about life, it. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's hard to go, yo, bro, you know what? In, in 10 years, you might not feel like this a bit. Like, you might want to think about your message. It's hard because... This is the message right now. This is definitely the message. So that like, is, is it's a hard, it's a hard thing. So they do have a responsibility. They do, they do. But then, when you're talking to a generation that is just 
going through the same thing and they're just relating. But then I, I also see the value of it's just music as well because it's not like my nephew like ballied up and went out and did a mad thing. He was just sitting there listening to it. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is that the music, like say it gets, say these tunes gets millions of views, like it's not just talking to to that audience. It's talking to like it's inspiration. It's talking bro. to everyone. Like there's it's there's kids in there's kids in Oxford that listen to that. Like and this is it. And this is what they are. They are just popular to everyone right now. Like they've broke out. It's it's broke out. It's it's all interesting. No, for sure. Because you can find so many. You can find backstories on things so easy today. YouTube is better than the news right now, in terms of like some hood shit. I mean, I'd say Instagram is like the As stuff well. that's going on there. And I do think things are going to be in terms of music much more and fashion and culture much more politically, environmentally charged going into yes. 2021. Like, I don't think yeah. people are going to ignore it anymore. People are aware right now. And um, it's made me aware. I, I've felt and thought about things I I, I haven't done through, through this time and period. Through what, the... you feel like you should have spoken up, you mean? No, I, I've just no. I've I mean I felt a way about things through having a real think about stuff. Sure, I, like, yeah. I didn't, I, which I then learnt that I I hadn't really thought about certain things. I didn't. I've just I was probably just brushing over them because well, they, I mean it makes for uncomfortable thinking for all yes, of us, right? That's yes. what this has opened up. Yeah, and it, and it made me know I was brushing stuff under the carpet a bit just to not face the harshness of it. And I guess you're when you're making tunes, like, as someone who has seen you live quite a few times, like, you're making tunes that are making people go crazy in a club or in a, in a rave. Like, is that what you want to be talking about? But, like, there is, I guess, this lockdown and everything that's no, but going on. What has... I've learned is I can still make you go mad and I, I can talk about anything. That's what I've learned. Yeah. It's how you talk about it. Like I could talk about my shopping list and get a reload. It's <laughs> it's it's how you do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no I could make breads and eggs and that sound nice. And you exclusive. Get it. We got an exclusive here. Like. You got you got it right there, man. Wheel it. <laughs> that's the next album. <laughs> Sometimes you need you need a bit of lighthearted tone, right? In all of this, so don't mind that too much. Yeah, you got listen. It's it's this had this has made me lighten up a piece to like in terms of music musically, especially like. Like because there's deeper stuff. Deeper stuff has happened. It's like from the minute I press go on my album, life got deep. Like really, like people were dying, all sorts, numbers are rising, hospitals are getting built, all this panic and all this stuff yeah, was how... about. Yeah, sorry, go like, on. So sorry, go on, bro. I was just gonna say how grim is that like temporary cemetery they put up on the on the flats? Bro. So it's grim. Peak, mate, my uh, I could tell you a mad one, like, cause I go jogging. We was like, so I go jogging with a mate, and we um, run past there. We was like, what, what the fuck's this? So he went home, googled it, and then phoned me. Said, "Bruv, that's a fucking morgue, mate." It's so weird, man. Yeah. So like just no, just no. His his it. his dad passed away and ended up in there. Mother's, bruv, freakiest shit ever. So. Well, Nurem's like Nurem's like the hotspot, right? Like, so yeah, we had the highest R number or something like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They had it. So that's why they man. needed that makeshift morgue in the bits, yeah. mate, because because they were going horrible stuff, bro. So, yeah. and then it was one of them ones where 
they said that he, they said it was COVID related with his with his old man, and then that that was like the closest. That was my like my one of my best mates, his dad. Then it was like it's super real as well. It was real for me anyway because yeah, news is news, but deaths are deaths though. You can't hype deaths to me like so. I I was just like wow. I feel like that's a problem that a lot of people are having with it at the moment, right? Like, especially with stuff opening up again. It feels like, because they're only seeing it through their phones, they're not personally affected by it. And, um, you know, I, I've not had anyone personally, um, you know, that I know personally affected by it. Thank God. But it's just, I think people separate themselves so much from it. It just feels like a number. Like, every day it's like, oh, this many people died, this many people died. But, like, what people don't realise is that, say, 200 people died, that's 200 families and then 200 friends. It ripples out, man. It just all ripples out. Exactly. So, I mean, you mentioned earlier uh, how different it was when you guys were coming up. You know, you had the tape cassettes or you were on CDs, giving out CDs, and, and people now can... Can, can kind of come up through social media, get millions of views the day they drop a video. Like, how different is it from from when you kind of came out? And um, how, say, so let's say from your, you know, when you released your first CD back in the day to how you distributed this album, like, what's the big differences? Yeah, I, I was there through, through like, we've seen the first digital number one and all of that, through the line wires and the, and the stuff. Um, all the piracy zone before that that was that was the internet giving you a sign basically that that this is what was going to happen Limewire was basically Spotify how did you get your music out there before? before it was that I guess you sent to DJs distribution was heavily was a big was a big thing like that was that was it I suppose because there was only like two formats CDs and vinyls really so before the digital thing actually came in and became a thing, digital and vinyl was, I mean, CD and vinyl were the actual forms of getting a track before, before the line wires and all the free websites came up. And then they came in and changed the game, basically. Like, came in and was like, what? You mean a man's CD just there? On, I can go and click it and get it. Yeah, that's like, it's there. It, do you think it does it does it does make a bit of a difference in terms of like because for me right now like if you're like i'm i'm a big grind fan so i'll buy the seat i'll buy the album on itunes but there's a lot of people that would just stream it now and it's like they don't have that sense of like ownership and they don't own yeah, they don't own the music I, I i don't think music i don't think music is being that growing up that's how music was pushed at us um is something you own and have it as yours. I think today music is looked at as it's a rented situation. I don't know, like it's it's like a rental. It's there to be so rented. throw away. Yeah, yeah, it's there to be rented. I'll just listen to that and then and then not listen to it. Like, why do I need to own it just to listen to it? Do you see what I'm saying? It it doesn't. That ain't today's. Now it's about supporting the. I guess the the thing which has probably replaced that is the the. Make going to see your artist on tour is probably the biggest. Yeah, and, thing and I think that's what most most fans want to do. Like I think that's why the shows and the club situation and all that has changed. And 
more artists are leading into their headline show and things like that because people are streaming you in their in their individual lives where before you used to have to go to a club together and listen to music or you might it was limited now you like I'm having my own personal rave to you all day anywhere I want to so when you perform live I need to see that where it wasn't consumed like that before music so yeah the, the live shows are more how the fans show appreciation now, I think, rather than buying even a stream is their appreciation because that is what life is. It's streaming. And I guess you're like, you're, you're, you specifically like have become and over the last sort of 10 years, like you've probably done more shows than anyone really in the grime scene. Like you're out touring all the time. You're doing so many shows. So like, is it, is it very strange for you now that, all this stuff, like when there's no shows at the moment, there's no shows that yeah. look like they're going to happen. Well, well what's, what's really good was, well, interesting is that the last set of shows I really did was as Jens, then then went into the solo patch and then I was busy doing the album and I didn't really do no shows for like two years, a year and a bit really. I've done the odd show here and there, but the material was still getting sorted. So, and I didn't want to just be out doing shows, performing old stuff all the time. So I waited, get this FTSE brand built as a solo artist and and get the album done. So that took a time. So then I had to wait. And then just that is just as it was getting ready to get to that, I've now we've now got to wait again for clubs to be back open, <laughs> for me to even get to do my live. So I actually think. But I actually think it's going to be a good thing. I think it's adding more weight to seeing me and the album and seeing the album live because that you're going to want to see it. And those first uh, shows back are going to be pretty crazy. Yeah. Everyone's think, coming with energy. I think, <laughs> I think any tune's going to be a reload. You're going to say anything on a mic. No one's heard Rhythm and Gas for about a year. Yeah, that's it. Play anything. <laughs> Daniel Bedingfield, got to get through this. It's going to muck. I swear. Um, so I was gonna, I was gonna say like when you guys started all this, say let's say ten, fifteen years ago. Um, you know, did you ever think that we'd be where we are? Like, I know we no forget the grime is dead stuff, but like we've got someone like Stormzy headlining Glastonbury. We've got artists selling out the O2. We've got artists always in the top ten. Um, and whilst they might not be grime, they have come and originated from that scene. Like, did you ever? Did you ever think it was going to be where it is now when you were... No, no, I, I, I never thought there'd be such a such a diverse time in um my music career to see, like, what is ruling the charts is, is sick. Like, I, I'm happy. Because I, I think to be a kid now, like 10-year-old right now, or even younger, the amount of UK-based stuff there is to look up to in whatever genre is sick. Because you didn't really have those role models. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why we were... That, I think that's why Grime's special, you know, because everything above us is not UK-built. We was heavily drowned in American hip-hop shit. Do you know what I mean? We're all, like, we all love Snoop Dogg, um, Tupac, Biggie, all of that, but none of us sound like none of them. 
you see what I'm saying? And you don't go through all that, that it's just different experience, right? Yeah, so we, we still we still grew up on all of that and made grime. We're none. Trust me, we are we are like a cold generation because everything was sort of stacked against us to not do that really. Garage, all of this other stuff was happening like, like but grime, it was the necessity breeds invention and we, we needed it. We like guys had shit to say, so we invented. So are you like proud? Are you like proud? Or when you look back at it, you're like, we yeah, did I'm that. proud to be involved in the in in the building of a genre. Definitely, that is that is something to explain to your kids and their kids. Therefore. So how important do you think in in terms of that come up and making the scene what it is? How important uh, was pirate radio and and is it less important now because of like YouTube and streaming or does it still have a big big role to play? Do you think? Yeah, radio coming up then again. I forgot radio. That was another major di- um, digesting spot for music, but it's not as as major now because uh, you like, I thought- GRM Daily or whatever. I f- yeah, I feel like radio has just has the feeling of I'll listen back to that. Like nobody breaks their back to listen to anything on radio now. If you miss it, you miss it. I'll just go. I'll just Google it and find the set and listen back. That's life now. There's nothing so, going on there, right? Like I remember when maybe ten years ago, probably more. But when I think it was on like Logan's show where Skepta had a feature from P Diddy. And everyone was like, everyone stayed up to listen to it, like on on Logan's show. Whereas now, yeah, like, so I'm saying now, no. you just like that's just a tweet and a post, man. Like exactly, or you just follow, just follow a man's Instagram and wait for the for the bird call, and then you just go do it and find it yourself and consume it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, do you see the difference? Like, there's no, there's no schedule to it now. Like, like things were scheduled before, like heavily drops of things, like the moment. Because that's where all the airs were. So, do you, so, like, it's the same, really, what we see as in terms of, like, TV and stuff. Like, people don't watch a TV series on TV. They wait for it to yeah. all go at once on Netflix so they can watch it all when they want. Just watch like, it all because con- that's how I want to consume it. Do you see the choices now? Where, you know, if you miss if you miss the Omnibus EastEnders on the weekend, you've missed it, mate. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no yeah they gave you one last yeah, they chance get, I'm gonna like, give you one, again. yeah we're gonna give you one more chance yeah and see that after that is done like onto the next next week do you know what I mean but now again life is just I will, I, I will watch or listen back to it like that's it oh someone's dropped their album have they draw for your phone type it in boom Man's album's there. Comes out at twelve o'clock. Like everyone just looks at it. They skip yeah. through the songs a bit. Like whereas you used to put. I don't know. Maybe I like we're, we're we're. I'm probably the last of that general. Me and Emma are probably the last of that generation where you'd buy a CD, you put it in your CD player, and you'd be like, all right, you just take in every song. Whereas now you just like skip, skip, skip. Fifth generation, man. I, and that was that. That's been a load of um good feedback I've had in the album where, uh, I haven't skipped any songs. It's like. I tried to make it like not not on that skippable. I think a lot of the skipping factor comes in from the lack of connection at, in in the album itself, 
and just you might have some big singles and that's what people just want to listen to. Something like J1. Yeah, well, yeah. I've not heard his album, so I ain't going to comment, but I hear that. It's, yeah, for me, I've came up on, like, again, p- pressing play on the whole album and sitting back and listening. And then I, I can't judge your album until I've heard it all. But people will judge your album from skipping it through your album on, on only via the songs they like. Or they might only like the songs that have got a video or... Yeah, uh, and miss, then I, you haven't heard my ones. album then. You just heard my singles or... Yeah. Yeah, you can't judge it then, really. And and I guess for uh, we talked about Pirate Radio a bit. When it comes to clashing, obviously you, you you've been involved in a few. Um, how important is that to the scene? And what did you make of Stormzy versus Wiley? Yeah, man. I thought I think clashing is 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 important. It 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 will always happen naturally. It's an ego filled place, grime. It feels like it happens less now, though. Yeah, because I think we're a mo- lot more grown up. <laughs> yeah. So, so the egos are a bit more. Um, if if you're still here today, my egos were right. I kept it intact. But then, if you're one of those unhappy guys that are here today, then your ego still might. It still happens. But amongst ourselves, I think we're a lot more chilled out now. It, uh, it's something that can really like sparks the scene because. I yeah. remember, like when with Chip, healthy, Chip and Bugsy, like Chip and, Chip yeah, and Bugsy. Bugsy that, 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 I think that was the best, really. Chip and Bugsy, that was Pepper. Like, look, at, look at Bugsy now. Yeah, look at Chip. Exactly. They so, they both done really well off it. Um, so yeah, man, it's it's um, I think it's healthy, and especially when two big dons like Stormzy and Wiley go at, go at it, that's they're gonna have a listen. But they know it's funny. A lot of people don't know the culture of clashing. And so then you've got the Stormzy sort of middle of the road fan who doesn't understand nothing and don't even know Wiley. Like I saw some of the comments. It was hilarious. To some people, they couldn't even fathom just why or how Wiley's even talking to him. Like they couldn't understand it. But then without Wiley, there wouldn't be Stormzy. Even after he's got a tune called Wiley flow, you still do that. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? They still like it. It's still... And that just showed me the the lack of knowledge on the culture. You just know one st- one section of it. Has there ever been? Has there ever been like a sort of a UFC setup where two guys get together and go, "Look, if we sort of hype it up beforehand and then get it all out of our system, but at the end of it, yeah, you know, it's sportsmanship or whatever." Yeah, there's been a couple. There's been a couple mutual like Jammer and Skepta's one. Their early early doors one that was a. That weren't like beef, beef. Some, some of it is just lyrical. Like I am, I think I'm better than you lyrically. Like, and then that's, and then that's why you can have an open clash and stand there and let's just swing it out and see who's got the better lyrics. How did it? Like, how did it happen with you on Lord of the Mics with Scratchy? How did that come about? Because it was that Lord of the Mics was was legendary. <laughs> that that Lord of the Mics was sort of what it was meant to be. Was like roll deep against nasty crew. That's what was sort of happening because you had Kano and Wiley. You had me v Scratchy. There, there, there was a few things. It was like Wiley's mates against Jammers, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what it was sort of. That's what, that's what it was sort of like. And then it was really roll deep. So then when Scratchy got put forward, there was like, well, I was in Nasty. There was like, yeah, get foot seat. Like. And then that was it. I got a phone call like, yeah, bruv, 
Scratchy wants to clash you. I was like, what? Yeah, all right, let's do it. <laughs> and then, yeah, so said, that was it, mate. And then before I could blink, I was on the stairs sweating it out, forgetting my lyrics. It's, uh, it's on. It's all on YouTube now, so I, I do like to go back and just watch it. All. It's quite funny. Yeah, I struggled to watch it, man. <laughs> now the, the especially the came the the best one for me was the Skept the Devil Man one. That's quite good. Oh um, yeah, that clash is sick. Still, that's a big clash. Yeah, um, but there's some big clashes, man. There, the whole of Lord of the Mights one is just sick because yeah. guys, guys weren't they're hungry. <laughs> yeah, guys weren't nowhere. A lot of us weren't like we just had names. We never had nothing under our belts as as like in terms of real success. That's why they probably had nothing to lose, and they were more yeah, like more could, willing like, to go Kano, for. It. Look at Kano. That's a that's a young, hungry in the field Kano there, fam. Like, bear man, S goes about like it's yeah, it's it's a. Uh, when I watch it, I do watch it for the time because it just makes me remember things that that academic tracksuit time. Yeah. Was, do you think? Was, do you think if the if like, say we had social media back then, that these the, the artists would be like, you guys would be even like 20 times as big or... That's what I'm saying. Today, we'd be like social media OGs because yeah. like we would have done it all already like in terms of social media wise. And then guys that are not famous on social media today would would have been basically. But I, I don't like talking about that. I just think it's another challenge. It happened, right? It, yeah, was... it's like it happened. And if you want to be big, crack the... Like, it's another challenge. You gotta do it today. Like you got a social media to me, just another challenge and another thing that you gotta crack. No, right. I, I didn't. I I, uh, I was just thinking with all this social media stuff. Like I don't know how if you if you've seen much of um, KSI or uh, any of his music. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen KSI's things still. He went I number saw... two in the album charts last. Yeah, yeah he's up for bits, but then them man are selling out. Um, boxing arenas, bro, <laughs> and and yeah, they, they, he, he's plugged in, mate. He's he's plugged in. So yeah, where his actual market is like some next thing. It's not just music. It's like yeah, it's it's, it's a different lane still, but it's massive though. Clearly, then man can have a boxing match and sell it out like that. Would you like? Would you ever collab with an artist like that? Because there, there's been there's quite a lot of people have like people. Yeah, quite a lot of people have. I, I T. Don't know. Wayne, P. Money's done a tune with him. Yeah, yeah, it's all money, isn't it? It's all money. I, I respect it, but I don't know if it's something I'd do. Well, it kind of goes back to what you said earlier. Like you have to ninety percent of the time, like ninety percent of the time in the studio, you're just vibes in, and then ten percent you make the music. And I guess if it's not organic, like but you that, see, like I get, it. I'm not against it. I'm like. I, I get it. I just don't know if it's something everyone should do or, you know, like some men are better at it. Some men are, some men are perfect for that feature. See, like someone like P Money, yeah, he sounds hard wherever he spits. That like, he's perfect for that. Like, that he's, he's a good person to go, all right, go over there and rep Grime. Yeah, say nothing. That, that's send P Money. That's, that's one of them ones. But, I don't think it's something that everybody could do and still hold their thing. It, it, I don't know the the setup to be honest with what how they do it, but it feels like from an outsider looking in, they it's probably the case where they like they have a song and they just kind of send 
send the tune, you send the feature over. That's what yeah, it feels like. And 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 guys have got weight. Like they like you you things are like business business in it. Like so, but, a lot of people. Tom, a lot of people, Tom, pull, pull up the pull up the stats for KSI's tune with P Money. How many views on YouTube has it got? But that the first the day it come out that got a million and that was ages ago ages ago I remember that like on on its first day it got a million views oh fuck out 113 million the Lamborghini thing or something is called yeah isn't Lamborghini yeah yeah Lamborghini. bro <laughs> bro do you see what I'm saying bro? that's crazy um, so I mean I mean we talked a lot about music outside of music what 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 are your interests what what gets you going right now um you're a West Ham fan right nah I should be. Yeah, no, ah. I'm joking. I'm a Man U fan. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, that sounds like Arsenal. You're an Arsenal fan in the back Yeah, end. yeah. Yeah, I could, I could hear the, I, I heard the pain. Like See, Arsenal. look, I know the sound of an Arsenal pain. <laughs> that is weird. Every... That is weird. That's... See, look at that. Look at that. Through the pain in your voice. That was I'm... pitch perfect. That was David Luiz's pain. I heard... <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. They're just like, yeah, when man got sent off. That, he said exactly the same thing when he got sent off. Oh, <laughs> yeah, bro, I know, man. I know I know what Arsenal fans pain. Whenever I say that, it will only offend the Arsenal fan into that pain. Yeah. Yeah, it's real. But, um, yeah, football gets me right about now. FIFA Ultimate Team is my addiction. You put, you put loads of money into packs? Nah, mate. I ain't spent one penny on a pack. Wow. Do you know what I do? Challenges. I'm the challenge champion. My side rating is 92. Have you played P-Money got... yet? Have I played who? P-Money. No, not yet. He I played is discarded. absolute... I played discarded the other day. Beat him 6-5. Oh. <laughs> do, do you have like a PlayStation or something in the studio? Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I imagine. I've got a couple of men on sale. I need to, like, after this, the minute I put down the phone, I'm jumping into the market. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess what, like, for, final real question for me, like, what, is there anything in your career that you're, like, most proud of? Is it the album or is there any project? Yeah, it's, or... it's the album, man. It's the album. It's Throughout the, album. the whole career. Like, what, what, yeah. what, what about that makes you proud? Because it feels like I've just started music. It's giving me that feeling, bro. Like, as footsie, I, I, I don't know, I've, always, I've been in music. I don't know, it's made me question what I was doing prior. But, not, not like in like a mad negative way, but I mean, it's it's the start of me, it feels like. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's where, where does that weird. go then? Are you... Boy, wait. it goes into it, like, it goes into just more music and stuff like that. My my new label, Studio Fifty Five, which is what I put my album out on. So I'm just trying to push that forward and um make that a thing and a, and a home for for things like a, a range of stuff. But yeah, I'm just. Do you mean you wish you'd done more albums or? No, I, I mean just like I just mean like I'm ready to go. Just like now, nah, me footsie, it's all. It feels like I've just started. After that, it just feels like everything was the warm up to this. Like someone asked, "What took you so long?" I was like, "My album wouldn't have sounded like this, and this is what I wanted it to sound sound like." So, I guess that's why it took so long. It's a product of your journey. 
yeah, I needed to experience what I've experienced before I made an album. I didn't like the album word. A lot of people just throw it about. You, like you say you're an artist, that means you've got to do an album. And then I don't think people understand. A lot of artists don't understand what an album is or meant to be or, or for me. So then, I, I don't know, I just was never in a rush to do one because... They're hard. They're a hard thing to do, and they need a lot of yeah. Craft. If you do it properly, yeah, like needs to needs yeah. To, and like you said earlier, you know, you're like you know, you're from that generation where you would stick something on and sit and listen to the whole thing, and you want it to feel like, you know, feel like a complete piece of work rather than a collection of songs. Yeah, and that is that would be that was my biggest fear of that collection of song sound. So what, where, give me a, give me an idea of like a moment on the album where like one track uh, transitions into another and you're like, yeah, that's it. That's like, it feels like it's got momentum now. The two chasing status tunes together where, where they are, no favors and finesse. And were they, desi- were they designed like that as well? Did no, you know? no, no. That's why I'm, this, this is why, this is why for me that it's a bit of a magical moment because yeah. they weren't, they just happened. They, I, I, I didn't link them to do tunes for my album. I just linked them to do tunes. Mm. I that they could have took the tunes. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I, so I just linked them to do tunes. So then when we done the tunes and then when I was told I could use them and that I was like, Rah. all right. Safe. You sure, yeah? And it's like, yeah, no, that this is this is this is mid Greenpeace section. Yeah, big up Greenpeace. Yeah, big up so we was we was deep in the in the in the Greenpeace chat and um yeah man. So then when I listened to that, I was just like, look at that. You can't I, I couldn't have planned this. That is footsie basically. Yeah, I couldn't have planned it. And then look how it came just through the most naturalist moment, sitting down, bunning weed and just, just chilling and doing you. And kicking it and just vibes in with people that that are like yourself, and yeah, big up Saul and Will, man, legends. That's the sign off, Frankie Hobbs. Yeah, love that, love that. Um, but yeah, obviously, if you're if you listen to this and want to check out the album, it is on all good streaming devices, and you can buy it on iTunes or buy it wherever you buy your music. Wherever, yeah, wherever you get your music, is there. Get a um, fix. We'll leave we'll leave um, links and stuff below. Um, yeah, I've got vinyls and stuff coming as well, vinyls, t-shirts, and all that. So. When we get the studio, we'll get it. We'll get we'll get a vinyl of the album. So, have you done? Have you done anything special for the vinyl? Have you got any like design yeah, on it? Or I've got um, it's um like it's it's fully artworked up and stuff like the, the sleeve and stuff. Yeah, it's like it's not just like a black sleeve with the with the vinyl in it. It's it's a proper thing. And then I'm doing a limited um coloured run. I'm I'm trying to I'm looking into doing a picture vinyl like I might like get the actual artwork onto the vinyl. Yeah, so. yeah that'd be sick. I mean, that's always great for a collector's edition, but I've heard it like affects the sound quite a lot. Yeah, you know? yeah, it really does. So this is what we're looking it's into. So I deep, think right? I think what we have, because you've got to kind of like laser onto it or something. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it affects the grooves in the vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does something, and then you got you can't you've got to do it after kind of thing. You can't but, do it. Yeah. I think yeah, most people yeah. want those things for just collector's items. Collectors, anyway, right? yeah, not to play, yeah. yeah like, exactly. just look Wouldn't it. even open it. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Well, look, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I think for all of us, it's it's been an absolute uh, pleasure, and we are. I'm looking forward to keep playing the album and then hearing more the more the music you drop. Best man, I'll, I'll better see you lot at my live show when it happens. 
Whenever. We'll be there. <laughs> Get us on the list, man. We'll be there. Yeah, I'll, I'll expect VIP I've passes. I've got you sorted. Say nothing. Thank you so much. It was so good to talk to you. Bless, man. It was a good chat. Great, man. Cool. Well, look, I'll, uh, I'll let you play FIFA. Yeah, and, you and know it. I'm roasting. <laughs> <laughs>